It's January 10th, 2023, and this is your DSR Daily Brief. I'm Grant Haver. And I'm Chris Cottonor. Our top stories from international outlets this morning. The BBC is reporting that former Brazilian President Jair Bolsonaro has been admitted with abdominal pain to a hospital in Florida, his wife said. It comes a day after thousands of his supporters stormed government offices in the Brazilian capital. The former president was stabbed in 2018 and has since struggled with abdominal pain on occasion. U.S. President Joe Biden is facing pressure from members of his own party to remove Mr. Bolsonaro from the country. However, U.S. National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan said yesterday that the U.S. has received no official request from the Brazilian government relating to Mr. Bolsonaro's visa. Nigeria's general election in late February could be canceled or postponed if insecurity is not tackled, the Electoral Commission has said, according to Al Jazeera. President Mohamedou Bahari, who steps down after two terms, is leaving office without addressing insecurity that has continued for 13 years due to armed groups like Boko Haram in the Northeast, increased abduction and killings by bandits, and herders in northwestern and central states, as well as separatist tensions in the southeast. This could precipitate a constitutional crisis. Abdullahi Abdu Zura, chairman of the Independent National Electoral Commission Board of Electoral Institute, said, adding, it must not be allowed to happen and shall not be allowed to happen before the February 25th vote. Security personnel and election officials needed to be fully equipped to deal with any challenge at all times, he said. The Three Amigos are back at it again. The AP reports that President Joe Biden, Mexican President Andres Manuel López Obrador, and Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau are meeting for a series of talks on migration, trade, and climate change today. The three-way gathering is held most years, although there was a hiatus while Donald Trump was in office. The leaders find themselves at odds, especially as they struggle to handle an influx of migrants and to crack down on smugglers who profit from persuading people to make the dangerous trip to the United States. In addition, Canada and the U.S. accuse Lopez Obrador of violating a free trade pact by favoring Mexico's state-owned utility over power plants built by foreign and private investors. Meanwhile, Trudeau and Lopez Obrador are concerned about Biden's efforts to boost domestic manufacturing, creating concerns that U.S. neighbors could be left behind. Elsewhere, China on Tuesday suspended short-term visas for South Koreans traveling to the country for tourism or business. Deutsche Welle reports that the visa suspension comes after Seoul last month imposed a range of restrictions for Chinese travelers to South Korea following a surge in COVID-19 cases. Those measures included pre-flight testing requirements and visa restrictions. An online post by the Chinese embassy in Seoul said Chinese embassies and consulates in Korea 
would suspend the issuance of short-term visas for Korean citizens. It added the measures would be adjusted again in line with South Korea's removal of the discriminatory entry restrictions on China. Reuters is reporting that a Romanian court is due to rule today on a challenge filed by Andrew Tate, an internet personality notorious for hate speech, against his 30-day arrest for alleged human trafficking and formation of an organized crime group to exploit six women. Tate, his brother Tristan, and two Romanian female suspects were detained by Romanian anti-organized crime prosecutors on December 29th pending a criminal investigation. They have denied wrongdoing through an attorney and have challenged the arrest warrant. Prosecutors have said the Tate brothers recruited their victims by seducing them and falsely claiming to want a relationship. Tate gained mainstream notoriety for misogynistic remarks and hate speech, which got him banned from all major social media platforms. Although since Elon Musk took over Twitter, his account was reinstated in November. Kenya's The Nation is reporting that Uganda said it was expecting to declare an end to the Ebola virus outbreak that emerged late last year and has claimed the lives of at least 56 people. If no new cases reported by today, the health ministry said it would formally announce the end of the outbreak on Wednesday. According to the World Health Organization, an outbreak of the disease ends when there are no new cases for 42 consecutive days twice the incubation period of Ebola. Since the Ugandan authorities declared the latest outbreak on September 20th, the East African nation has registered 142 confirmed cases and 56 deaths, with the disease spreading to the capital Kampala. The last confirmed patient was discharged from the hospital on November 30th, according to health officials. According to The Guardian, at least 17 people have been killed in fresh clashes between protesters and security forces in Peru as rolling anti-government protests turned deadly again, pushing the overall death toll to nearly 40 in the nationwide unrest after the ousting and arrest of former President Pedro Castillo a month ago. The rising death toll comes amid growing protests calling for President Dina Bolarte to resign, Congress to be shuttered, and Castillo to be freed from jail. Bolarte was Castillo's vice president who replaced him after he attempted to shutter Congress and rule by decree on December 7th. The International Committee of the Red Cross tweeted, We are very concerned about the continued escalation of violence in the protests in Peru, which has led to the loss of dozens of lives. In lighter news from Sky News, Lake Superior State University has chosen the 10 words it found were the most misused, overused, and useless in 2022 and have forbidden people from using them at all for the next 12 months. Every year since 1976, Lake Superior State University compiles its list of words that are to be banned for the entire incoming year. This year, GOAT 
greatest of all time, tops the list. The others include Inflection Point, Gaslighting, Quiet Quitting, Moving Forward, Amazing, Absolutely, Does That Make Sense? Irregardless, and It Is What It Is. Chris, you know, I really think that story is amazing, and I think it's an inflection point. And, you know, moving forward, I absolutely think that irregardless of what the people at the state university say, that it is what it is. That's all the news we have for you today. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe so that more people can find the show. If you have a tip, topic, or correction you'd like to flag for us, please email us at podcasts at thedsrnetwork.com. Members of the DSR Network will receive an evening newsletter version of the DSR Daily Brief and bonus weekend briefs. If you aren't a member, go to thedsrnetwork.com and become a member to make sure you never miss any of our analysis. If you want more in-depth discussion of these issues, be sure to follow the links in the show notes to read our sources and tune into our sister podcasts on the DSR Network. Stay safe and stay tuned to the DSR Daily Brief.